0: You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hello and welcome to another edition of the show where we take a wander around the week in Apple, Apple News, reviews, technology, associated products and all sorts of other things that catch our eye. This is another episode of The Essential Apple Podcast. Hello everybody, welcome to this week's episode Uh, and before we go any further we'd all like to wish uh, Donnie, Donnie Yankelow, friend of the show uh, a a speedy recovery, he's had uh, heart surgery, had a valve in his heart repaired and um, he's been sent home you know, fairly promptly but he's got to rest for 8 weeks of recovery so uh, we wish him a speedy recovery and uh, glad the surgery went well, anyway uh, I'm joined this week by Warren. Hello, Warren
1: Sklar Hey Simon, thanks for having me. And yes, uh Donnie, uh best of luck. I saw the uh the chats going by and it looks like he's uh he's home, so that's good stuff. So thanks for having me and uh excited to be here.
0: Yeah, lovely. And uh Nick is here as usual. Hello, Nick. Hello, hello. Yes, uh
2: same from me. Uh get well soon, Donnie, and uh take it easy.
0: Yep, the uh surgery seems to have gone very well. Uh there were two options apparently they were considering either putting in um, a replacement valve if they couldn't repair it or a repair and the repair um, is what they've done, which is good news, because that effectively is permanent, and uh, apparently if you have a replacement yeah. heart valve at his age, you'll probably have to have it done again in sort of 20 years or something. So, uh, Well, best...
2: there's extra, extra drugs and all sorts of things. Yeah, right? all uh, sorts so of things. It's, you know, it's
0: <laughs> never... It's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Putting in something artificial... Uh, in 20 years. Is, yeah. In, to deal not in as 20 good years, as... Apple
1: will make something... Uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> yeah
0: yeah that's true but anyway yes it's the best it's the best outcome for Donnie, and now he's just got to take it easy while he uh, heals up, which is all good news so there we go um yeah so uh this week, what happened this week um a variety of things happened this week, but uh apple um Their extended return policy, uh, which I believe started at the start of November, is now in effect for the 2021 holiday shopping season. Um, And that means that uh, most items purchased between the 1st of November and December the 25th may be returned up to January the 8th, 2022 which, you know, uh, is nice. Also, of course, means... Gives you you... time
2: to try out your new toys
0: and see if they suit you. Indeed. Um, And, of course, it also means that uh if you're you know if you're canny and want to try out something and are not sure if you you know get it now and you've got plenty of time to play with it before you send it back rather than the usual 14 days um there you go
1: unless so. you buy it on the 25th if you buy it on 2050 you just get 14 days yeah. which is constrained kind of
0: yeah well i guess the whole thing there is um if you buy it now to gift to somebody you know on december the 25th um Yes. They've still got 14 days and yeah. uh, also avoids yes. problems with shipping over the holiday period where everything's clogged up and there's holidays and all sorts of, you know, other issues. So basically that's their common holiday season um extended return policy, which is, you know, jolly yeah.
1: decent of them, I have to say. And if you wait till February, you might get to check out the refurb store because that's when it's probably going to... See all those returns,
2: hopefully. Ah, good point.
1: That yeah, also that's also true. Yep. Yep. yep, definitely. Yep. If
0: you're uh, looking for a refurb, post, uh, post-holiday season is always a good time to have a look. There we are. Um, So that was that. Tim Cook has been on Twitter uh, promoting uh, the fact that they have joined the First Movers Coalition to help advance a greener future and a healthier and more equitable world. Um, and he quote tweeted uh Lisa Jackson, um, who says innovation and urgency are essential in a fight against climate change. The first movers coalition is meeting the moment, bringing together businesses and world leaders to find and implement long term solution. Uh well, which is you know I you suppose
2: could. I suppose we've got to put up with this now, haven't we, for the next at least the next twelve months. <laughs> Oh, yeah. every company under the sun saying look what we're doing <laughs> oh yeah definitely everybody's gonna uh, be apple's know...
1: been doing it for a while it sounds like something tim Cook oh they have
2: so, yeah. yeah yeah that's true yes right i mean Apple we can always thing. do more though can't we we can all we can all almost do do more so that yeah uh, that's a good thing
0: that's good you know. um important very important for everybody Let's put it that way. Um, all important that we figure out ways to use less stuff. Uh, you know, here we go. Uh...
2: Yeah, it's the the motto of. Uh, um, uh, oh dear, here we go. <laughs> My brain's not playing ball. Um, uh, fully charged, fully charged. They've got a they've got a hashtag, haven't they, which says stop burning stuff. Yeah. Which is what it's all about really.
0: Stop yeah. burning stuff. <laughs> I mean one of the um one of the things I was reading the other day was, you know, kind of promoting all this biofuel, the use of because it's sustainable, right? Allegedly. <laughs> you grow sugar cane and use it to make wood alcohol and you burn that or um wood pellets from, you know, tree waste yeah. and things. But yeah, you're
2: sustainable still burning- isn't quite enough yet. <laughs> well, quite enough.
0: I'm not sure that it's that sustainable. Anyway, all right, you're not burning up a finite resource. You can grow more trees or more sugarcane or whatever. Yes. But you're, yeah, still, but you're burning still
2: producing stuff. CO2. And... You're
0: producing <laughs> yeah, carbon. That's right. You are taking carbon. The fact that you're growing it rather quickly than making coal and then burning it is still chucking a lot of carbon into the air. It doesn't strike me as a really viable alternative. Uh, it might be no, cleaner than no, petrol, it's... but. Uh,
2: Yeah, there are all sorts of halfway houses, aren't there, that are sort of, um, well, we could do this. Okay, it's not perfect, but we could do it. It's a step in the right direction. (laughs) Yeah, but we need to be taking larger strides now, I think.
1: And it costs money to do all that, too. So, I mean, uh, you of know, course. Uh, every yeah. every change they take to make things more carbon emission e- efficient, you know, it's a change in the factories and systems and things like that. So, it's not cheap. Yeah.
0: No. You're still a little quiet there. Um,
1: oh, sorry. Warren. Sorry. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here.
0: Okay. There we go. Sorry. You were just a little quiet there. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's... um. It's important that we find real, you know, real strides forward. I really believe that very important. Yeah. You know, proper recycling and less use of... I've said it before, you know, plastics, we run the world on plastics, and there's nothing wrong with that as long as you use the right sort of plastics for the right sort of things. Um. Yeah. Putting your apples in plastic bags is not necessarily the best solution. If you want my honest opinion, but there we go. Uh... My, my, real, my real issue tends to be around the fact
2: that everything seems to be in plastic and then in some more plastic. Yes, um, unnecessarily so quite often. Yes. So, uh, yeah, there are there are definitely things that manufacturers can do, um, and and us as individuals need to. I suppose we need to buy we need to buy the right things, don't we, to encourage them to do that.
0: Yes, we do. That is that is true. Um, and I'm not particularly good at that myself, I must admit. It's well, not no. one of my... Uh,
2: <laughs> I'm not a shining light when it comes to being green.
0: <laughs> no, but I think the the point is it, we need to be pressuring producers to yeah uh, find better ways... To do the right thing. To do the right thing. And one of the
2: things I quite like about um, uh, when you buy groceries from uh, Prime... They bring them in paper bags. Yes. So uh, that, that is one good thing. I'd like to see lots more shops doing that, actually. Um, yes. Not just Prime.
0: Well, I mean, I mentioned it before, haven't I, that, you know, when we were youngsters, you know, people of our generation, Nick, always used to go to the greengrocer, who would put the apples in a bag and then do that clever twizzling thing where he would spin the bag around <laughs> to twist <toss> the Yeah, <laughs> That's right. Which as a child yeah. always... Well amazed me and how the hell the bag didn't burst and all the apples go flying around the shop it was uh you know <laughs>
1: that's right
0: but there you go mm-hmm. but we need more of that you know we need to go back in some ways to some of those sorts of things you know put eggs in cardboard boxes not those plastic ones you know there we go that's uh yeah. lots of little things which make a difference uh, there we go uh so let's move on from that uh life hacker have uh an article here 12 hidden features in mac os enter- uh, monterey which are worth finding which is uh quite a nice little article um got a variety of um you know things you can find in monterey which is uh, such as low power mode. Hello, yes. The hello, hello screen. <laughs> the hello screen. Yes. Okay. Um,
1: oh, the to change the the color of the mouse pointer. That's a new one. Mm,
0: that's true. You've never been able to do anything with the mouse pointer other than make it bigger in the past. Exactly. Um, and yep. now you can have the mouse pointer any color you like. I believe. Um.
1: It's under accessibility,
0: it looks like, yeah. Yep, cool. colours, accessibility. Cool. Um, so as well as, uh, you know, making your pointer a bit bigger, if you're like me and Nick and your eyes aren't what they used to be, um, if you have trouble seeing the small black pointer, you can make it red or magenta or some other high-visibility colour, um, which is nice, nice to see that. Surprising they haven't done that before, actually. Um,
1: mm.
0: uh, passwords have now moved into... System preferences um, in the same way as in iOS. Uh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yep. it does. It does. Because before, you used to have to go into, like, Safari and then passwords yep. and, yeah.
1: Or Keychain. Keychain and Safari kind of shared a little bit of the same stuff. Maybe it was confusing. Yes. Safari had
0: its own yeah. passwords. Yeah. It and, did. It did all and, a bit. You know. um, yep. And Keychain much as I like keychain, it really needs modernizing. It's not the not the most user friendly.
1: Oh, it. Yeah. No, it's great when you use it though. I love keychain, though. I mean Oh yeah, you know, I do. That's the one thing. Yeah. It. Um it's the one thing on IOS that they still really haven't improved too much because uh like even on Keychain you could find, you know, save Wi-Fi passwords and you can't do that on IOS, which is a pain But there's still things that they uh, they could improve on yes
0: that is true i do find that very annoying that um you cannot look up a Wi-Fi password on
1: iOS. Um, no, nope. I used to have a jailbreak that had a program that did it uh, when I, you know, years ago when I had a jailbreak on there, and you know, it was came in super handy when you're supporting other people and they forget the Wi-Fi password and you had it already, you can look it up, things like that. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's good on the Mac. I'll tell you that.
0: Um, you can now quickly convert uh HEIC images. Um if you i believe right click on the image there's now um in the in the pop up you know in the contextual menu there's a um other actions convert image uh yeah, right click the image and choose Quick Actions Convert Image, which will allow you to convert it to JPEG or PNG or various other things you can do, which is nice. Um because lovely as H E I C is, um, some things don't like it at all. Um and there's some other no. there's some other things in there. You can use an interactive memoji on the lock screen. Yeah, if you really must. <laughs> 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 There we go, uh, but if you're interested, yeah, 12 interesting, uh, some more useful than others in that article, but it's a little slideshow of uh, 12 hidden features, I wouldn't say they're super hidden, but they're not necessarily the easiest to discover, um, there you go, which is...
2: Yeah, um, it's like a lot of these things, when we get these upgrades, they're they're so, um, quite often they're quite targeted, aren't they, the upgrades, so sometimes it's it's not obvious, it might be somewhere you never ever go... <laughs> Normally yes. normally, you
0: know
1: the uh, some some of them like the um I like the uh I certainly like, like the quick text note. capture. Mm. Oh yeah, that's one yeah. of my favorites too. Um the quick note is that on here too?
0: Yes, yeah, they they the mentioned Quick, quick note, note and that's I've... actually
1: something that if you didn't if you didn't know what it was, you'd be like, What is that? Because, you know, it it's not very if you're just upgrading, it doesn't really tell you. And it's just like a little box that kind of shows up on the bottom. Yeah. And unless you know to click it, you, you don't know. Who it is, and I've, so.
0: I've also actually one of the worth, worth of chirps, uh, is something that I, I found out, um, I found that you know all all the things say move your mouse to the bottom right hand corner and then you can pull out the quick note um, and immediately you know start a new note and it wasn't working for me um, and Mac Geek Gab uh, somebody said that you can use function Q to activate the quick note. Um,
1: yeah. And yeah. also,
0: I then thought, ah, I wonder if the reason I can't activate the quick note by putting my mouse in the bottom right-hand corner is because I've already assigned that hot spot. So I went into the, um, yeah. uh, where's it under screen savers, I think, hot corners, and uh, I assigned the quick note to the top right, and now it works. If I put my mouse in the top right corner, I can activate the quick note. But, um. If you don't cool. want to do that, Function Q will immediately launch a quick note. So there you go. That's a handy tip, thanks to Mac GeekGab. Um And you can assign it to any corner you like with the hot corner option, which also means, of course, um, you can add a modifier key if you want. So that it only pops up if you, say, do, you know, Alt and put your mouse in the corner or whatever, which is handy. If you have
1: multiple monitors. Yes, if you have multiple monitors, by the way. Um... The the it only works on the main screen. If you try to put your cursor in the bottom right, it doesn't work on the secondary screen. Which it says, eye uh, As I'm uh,
0: Unless you don't have them as separate spaces. If you have them as one monitor, in which case you have to go all the way over to the far right or left, depending yes. on where you've put your hot corner. Um. <laughs> yeah, if you use separate I lo- spaces, I lose so my, my
2: be... mouse enough as it is. <laughs> <laughs> Without sending it disappearing onto other screens. (laughs) That's true.
0: But um, I think the quick note feature is one of those things that um, possibly going to be a lot um, more useful than a lot of people think. Um, I do use notes, not a huge amount, but I do use the notes. Um, The fact that they sync across your devices is very helpful. So the ability to invoke it without having to sort of, you know, launch notes specifically and then say, make a new note is a, So is 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 quick notes related to notes? Yes, it's just a it's just yeah. a just a shortcut that takes you straight to a new note rather than launching oh, notes right. and okay. then um saying I want a new note. Um it literally just launches yeah. a new note window. You enter your note and then it goes away um without without invoking the whole notes app. So no, that's but, quite useful. Yeah. Yeah. It it's um it is quite useful. Um very nice actually um and it also uh yeah, it I'm... works on the ipad as well not sure right. it works on the phone
2: i'm still holding back because of the uh until they're absolutely sure about the old uh, uh yeah about, you, about
0: your usb hubs yeah
2: my yeah, uh, yeah i don't want to lose my usb hubs so no. i'm holding back until <laughs> i hear otherwise
0: probably probably wise probably wise i will be honest um there was another big story. Actually talked about Monterey. There was um there have been a few problems. Um we've got uh where was it? Uh I'll find it now. Oh uh one is M1 Pro and M one Max MacBook Pros crashing when playing HDR videos on YouTube, according to some users. Um oh. did you did you hear anything about that, Warren?
1: Uh yeah, I did. Um I haven't seen any problems, but I don't watch that many YouTube videos, but, um, I test it out. I got, uh, the 14-inch, uh, the Pro, so will see if I have that problem. But, um, no, I, I haven't, I, I've, I've seen the article, but I haven't experienced it, which is good.
0: Well, good, yeah. Um says here, um, M1 Pro and M1 Max MacBook Pro owners on the forums are reporting kernel crashes on Monterey 1201, which caused their notebook to shut down and restart while trying to play HDR content on YouTube. Um, Predominant amongst MacBooks with only 16GB of RAM, but other configurations can be affected. Um... Also, of course,
1: uh... <clears throat> it will be patched by the time we hear this. I'm sure. Uh, almost. Fix it. that's an it'll be fixed. Fix. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, that's an easy fix. Also, um, of course, Apple had a bug, uh, which was affecting some um older Macs. Basically, those with T2 chips, as far as I could determine, um, which was bricking their devices. Um, that's been fixed already by the way. Um, but, uh, some people were having problems with older max where they would, um, you know, refuse to it, restart.
1: Um, yeah, for bricked it, you have to go to Apple support. um And if it's, if you haven't done that, the update yet, they changed the universal updater binary, not the whole package that will prevent that from happening. So, yeah, yeah supposedly if it's, uh if you already did it, then you have to go to Apple, which I'm sure they'll just reinstall everything. Uh, and yeah, hopefully you have a backup.
0: Yep. Um, Yes, it says here, a uh, statement from Apple. This is a tweet from Renny Ritchie. We have identified and fixed an issue with firmware on Apple T2 security chip, which prevented a small number of users from booting their Mac after updating Mac OS. Updated firmware is now included with the existing Mac OS updates, and any users impacted by this issue should contact Apple support for assistance. Um, which is good. Uh, very annoying if it's happened to you, of course. Extremely... Um, disruptive
2: yeah but i mean the fact it's a few
0: we get this every time don't we we do yeah we get i mean
2: every every release yeah i mean you could you could certainly do a rinse and repeat kind of uh, thing it's always we release new stuff stuff breaks we fix stuff uh people are fine until the next release
0: (laughs) yeah Yeah. with the iphone Um, so yeah
1: I one had a big problem a couple of years ago, I remember, when the, I think it was 12, iOS 12 first came out, there was, they had to pull it real fast, because it was breaking a couple of things, and uh, they, they pulled the update. Right. Um, yeah, I, you know, it happens, you know, just. Yeah. As, no, as brick, a company, I'm sure a they have. Go, go on, carry on. I was just going to say bricking is, is a funny term because, every, you know, people think bricking means like, you know, the, it prevents your, you know, computer from starting up or whatever from starting up. And, and, but it really means it prevents it from being like ever being able to start up with an operation, operating reinstall or, you know, a wipe or something like that. So very many times people say it's bricking a device and 90% of the time it's not, it's it's just, you know, you have to reinstall the, the, the operating System or yeah, or, or do it's more like, crashing uh, than bricking, at, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, only in my experience, the only thing I ever I've only bricked two devices that I know of, and one is a watch, one's during the beta, and once is um, there was when I first got the first um M1 Mac Air. Something really weird happened, and and it was bricked. So they exchanged it out because it was oh right, but yeah. Well, is when they first came out with the M1 Air, there was no recovery option other than uh, I don't know if you remember you had to hook it up to another Mac and run the app oh, configurator that's right. and, and yeah. download the whole and and it wasn't working and things like that. So yeah, bricking bricking is a term that people don't under you know they they overuse I think so they misuse yeah. How, yeah, like I'm sure in this case with the breaking intels, I'm sure there was, you know, a way just to kind of boot off a installer and start over.
0: So, yeah, the thing is, it's on the M1 machines, but this was not M1 machines, was it? This was mostly older machines. So, um, yeah, I don't know. And I get, yes, it says contact Apple. And at the very worst, no doubt they'll do, like when my M1 Air uh, refused to turn on, um, they simply took it away and re imaged it and sent it back to me. Um, Things have yep, been yep. fine since so you know yeah so that you know yes it's annoying if it's happened to you but i'm sure apple will take it back and fix it one way or another probably by remotely uh re-imaging the you know the hard drive so ah uh, what else what else what else um Somebody in the slack put on a, a, a link from 9 to 5 Mac MagiCut is a free iOS video editor app for your iPad mini 6 um I don't know if I'm sure it's not really specific to the iPad mini 6 but um it's uh let me see what it says uh free iOS video editor app for mini 6 uh iPad users have some great apps out there to take advantage of Apple's own chips and iMovie and the powerful LumaFusion for professional editors. Uh, Versa is aiming at a more creative public with Video Editor. As simple as Pixelmator is for editing photos, MagiCut uses advanced technology so users can cut figures and objects in videos out with one tap. Uh, transition is Pixelmator effect... easier for editing photos? What's that? Uh,
2: that seems a strange comparison to me, because I had a look at Pixelmator, and that, I wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> <laughs> so, saying it's as easy as Pixelmator doesn't help me at all.
0: No, probably not. <laughs> did, yeah, just reading that, I think it was a strange thing to say, um, but there you go. Mm. Um, it has transition effects, meme stickers, copyright free music, etcetera etc., etc., cetera. Um, there you go. I don't know why they're specifically saying for the uh, mini. Maybe it's a less maybe cluttered interface. Maybe it's
2: the weight. Yeah. Maybe the way it's designed makes it fit on that Smaller. the mini. Um... Better.
0: Yeah. Ed, looking at this it looks less wasted space kind of thing uh, looking at the image here it looks very much like um an older version of iMovie with just a timeline yeah it looks and, just
1: like iMovie yeah, yeah. Um, i've never i've never heard of it before but uh, it looks like iMovie to me to be honest yeah with.
0: anyway uh we've got some uh feedback on that already from uh mac jim who said Feedback for you regarding Magic Cut on the iPad Pro M1. It crashes all the time, So <laughs> Pete.
1: Oh, dear. There you go. It is just It is just for the mini. You <laughs> it. So you're putting it on, the wrong... <laughs> <laughs> Put
0: it on the wrong device. That's it. Yeah. There anyway, there we are. Uh, and, you know, again, that's a new product, So and it's free. So if you want to try it out, just feel free to try it out, and no doubt they'll Fix whatever's wrong with it soon enough. But um, be warned. According to Mac Jim, it's prone to crashing. There we are. Um, the Microsoft. I don't know why is this in Apple. That's not shouldn't be in Apple anyway. Microsoft OneDrive app is going to stop syncing with Windows Seven and Eight on uh, March t- the first, twenty twenty-two. Um. Mm. Mm, okay. Yeah. There we go. Yeah.
2: How many years is it since Windows Seven?
0: Oh, it's quite old, isn't it? But, yeah, Yeah. I mean, it's not new. Um by any stretch of the imagination, no, I mean Windows 10 has been going for a long time so um... yeah,
1: it's built in and Windows 10 and 11 when you install the operating system OneDrive kind of comes with it if you sign into if you sign yeah. into your Microsoft yeah, that's uh, true. you get it already with 7 and 8 you had to reinstall You had to install it as a separate as a separate app so maybe that's uh, that's the issue there probably that doesn't sound unreasonable then I've...
0: no, yeah. no. Yeah. I just I just thought I'd, you know hey it shouldn't be in, it shouldn't be in the Apple news, actually. I don't know why I've dropped it in there by mistake, but uh, there you go. Just to keep
2: us on our toes.
0: Yeah, if you use Windows (laughs) 7 or 8 or 8.1, your OneDrive, uh, you know, will stop automatically syncing. Um,
1: If you use Windows 8, you have worse problems than that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 8.1 wasn't too bad, I'll be fair. 8.1, they fixed a lot of things, but um, there you go. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's that's kind of on a par with the um the one we t- I think we talked about the other week where Forbes was like you know uh, WeChat to stop no not WeChat WhatsApp to stop working on millions of phones and then it was like we figured out how old the phones were and they would like it was like android 4.1 and yes iphone 4s or previous and it's like really you're making a story out of that that's farcical um i know there are a lot of places probably still running windows 7 particularly enterprise but i'm probably sure they don't really rely on OneDrive for that there we are yeah seems like a perfectly reasonable thing to be saying we're no longer going to support OS's that are donkey's years old. Uh, do
1: Um, we have a, yeah, we have a few just real quick. We have a few, uh, in my workplace that are still on Windows 7 and need to upgrade to 10. We're doing the upgrade, but of course, our OneDrive is our backup solution. So, what we do is on the Windows 7 computers, we log them into OneDrive, and then obviously, when 10 comes along, it's got all synced up. So, I better let people know to, uh, hurry up if they still have seven because they'll have problems getting our data back. If we can yep. get OneDrive drive on machine's
0: yeah it, I mean it says here you um it will still it's not being completely uh disconnected you can still manually shuffle files it's the auto syncing that's going to uh go ah, to stop gotcha. so yeah it's not going to be great as a backup solution anymore if the auto sync doesn't work but if you if they're just pushing updates uh, you know backups to OneDrive to store them then that that'd probably still be okay but uh how long they'll do that for of course is another matter um here we are uh right going going back to uh monterey uh if you've done an update to Monterey You will have found on your desktop A folder called relocated Items um, And Apple Insider has um, an article Here what are Mac OS Monterey's relocated Items and how to delete Them um, and basically They live in Shared users Relocated files and you May find several folders Labeled previously relocated files As well Um. And this is stuff which uh the Mac OS has basically uh removed or otherwise shoved out of the way as no longer required or working, is the truth. Um
2: Yeah, it's where they it's, it's actually, where yeah. they've they've tried to move them and their locations don't exist anymore.
1: Yeah. Um It's yeah. actually not it's not new. To, uh, to Monterey. It's been, no, it's not. It's been, yeah, for they, a while. It's but a they did, like didn't they call it uh, no, something it's always else been previously? Re-looking. No, it's always relocated. At least it has been in the last couple releases. Right. Uh, okay. The same name. And but I've they, always blown them away.
0: Yeah, that's it. Um, for what it's worth, um, I did delete nearly all of those uh, in shared, relocated and previously relocated items. I put them in the bin and emptied it. But I have one folder which cannot be deleted, even with the uh, terminal. It contains some dumb, oh, uh, right. item Just which... Have a, a locked file of some sort. It, it's got some sort of system extension in it, I believe. Um, it won't let me get rid oh. of it. Um I go there now, go to uh, shared... I've got one previously relocated items, which has a whole stack of stuff, and it appears to contain... Um, there's an X-Protect bundle in there, which is a, some sort of system extension, and it won't allow me to delete it. can't right. be deleted, um, so there you go.
2: Yeah, the only thing I've removed are the uh, shortcuts on the desktop. (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) if if you
0: actually, if you actually go into the thing, I mean, I, I calculated the amount of stuff that was in there and added up to about sort of, 500k or something nothing tricky yeah. told. To not you know it's not eating up huge chunks of your hard drive don't worry about it it's not if you want to dig in there and see if you can really delete most of them feel free but um, that was uh, a little explanation from Apple insider um, Jolly good we've got uh, idrop news 11 Siri commands on Apple watch you need to try out um, which basically just lists some Siri commands that you can use on your watch which uh, is worth a look i'll be honest um one of the one of the main ones uh it's number eight on their list apple made sure typing is easier than ever on the apple watch series seven but uh this is the this is the uh tip we got from mac geek gab the other week uh use tell person message um which will say here is your message do you want to send it and it will send it as a text message for you, which is, a, um, this one I should think most people know. Ask Siri to make a phone call. Um, check emails with Siri by saying, show me my email or check my email. Um, you can also ask for s- specific emails such as, uh, do I have an email from person? There we go. Uh, and I oh, does it say here, you can ask Siri what Siri can do, <laughs> which is possibly one of the more useful tips. Um. Do, do do you like see me on command? your
1: watch very much, Warren? Um, n- no. I use I use my watch for a lot of these functions, just not with Siri. Like, um, controlling your music, uh, all the time. I use my watch to to control my music, just not with Siri. Um, but um, you now to be honest with you, I just never really have good luck. Um, and I need to try it again, but you know you, you remember the bad times with, with serious yeah when like, you end uh, up screaming at that it
0: habit.
1: yeah 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 like uh to to make a phone call or to send a text message you know 99 percent of the times out of 10 it sends it to somebody i don't mean it to send to or or you know doesn't understand what i'm saying so um just by habit i haven't been doing it but you know it's definitely with the uh improvements with ios uh the new ios maybe i'll try it again so
0: i I have to say that the um you know tell person message actually works really well if you're using your what um and is you know especially for a short message you know tell my wife i'm on the way for example um quite handy you know you're in the car you just say hey dingus tell my wife i'm you know i'm leaving now and it will say do you want to send this and off it goes so I've had quite good luck with that one.
1: Um, I tried to, and it said, uh, I'm leaving you. And <laughs> to work out well <laughs> yeah. Great. Yeah. Thank you. You gotta be really careful of what you say there. On the series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell my,
2: tell, tell my wife, kissy, kissy. Yeah. sending to your boss. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's, that's a, that's a danger. So, yeah. So it's always nice to see the actual words rather than, uh, no. Well, it does well, bring them up on the has... watch phone. Yes, if right. you
0: do, it does. If you say it will bring it yeah. up and allow you yeah. to confirm. So, you know, not... but, uh, yeah. Right. but yeah. Right. But, yeah. Um, I have I have found myself using Siri on my watch um, more than I do on my phone. Because if I've got my phone in my hand, it's just as easy to, you know, open a message and type it. But um...
2: yeah, believe it or not, the only thing I use Siri for is opening Runkeeper on my phone because I can't remember what i've done with it so it's on my <laughs> phone somewhere <laughs> and when i'm going out for a walk and i want it to measure my walk i just say you know hey dingus open open run keeper and it works every time but but it's the only thing i do <laughs> yeah I do,
0: I do use i do use it uh, my watch to start my uh outdoor walk um workout yeah. when i take the dog um rather than because the dog's on the lead in, you know, getting all excited, I tend to just um I press the press the crown so that you get Siri activated and say start outdoor walk and off I go. Um that's quite right. handy. Mm. Rather than risking my phone being knocked flying by an overexcited dog while I try and yeah.
1: <laughs> it's much more handy when when you're walking than driving. So uh, uh, if you're walking a lot, then it, it comes in a lot more handy than yeah, yeah the phone. Mm. But, so I, use to, I use mine too. I use Jerry I have a I have an automated uh, home garage door opener, so I use it to open and close my garage doors.
0: Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah, indeed. Yep. Hey, watch, open the doors. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, exactly. Um what else have we got? Um Apple has hired a former Tesla autopilot software exec to bolster their self driving car efforts, according to nine to five oh, Mac self driving
2: car they've announced. You're yeah,
0: mate. yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, dear, yeah, yeah. They have hired a poor, former Tesla autopilot software executive. Maybe he's joined because he doesn't want to do autopilot software anymore. Maybe he decides he wants to do something else. Who well, because
2: he's he's probably going to be an AI. He's probably going to be an AI expert, isn't he? Quite likely. so? And we know that Apple are a very big in in AI. So yeah, that makes sense. Um, not not necessarily for a car. But no. it makes sense that they'd, they'd employ someone like
0: that. There we go. I think um, these
1: stories, when they pull when they pull people from other companies, as far as like discos, you know, when, when you're at Tesla and you're not smart and you're like an expert in, you know, the, the autopilot software, you probably are part of the design team or the, you know, implementation team. And then after it's kind of going and the knowledge is out there, you want to spread your knowledge to other people, which, you know, I, I think is probably what yeah. he wants to do. Uh, At this point, too. And I think that's, you know, when it comes to autopilot software, you know, I've said this before, but I think there should just be a whole group of uh, smart people from companies that are working on, uh, on these cars and just to, you know, share knowledge because... You know, uh, I know it's a business. I know people are going to make money off it, but if this is ever really going to be a thing uh, with full autopilot everywhere, then all these cars really have to be on the same page and they have to be the best they can be because I yeah. mean, we're talking about human safety, I guess. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I agree, Warren. And it would make sense, wouldn't it, to throw all the people into the pot, as it were, all the people who are the experts. And get all the expertise yeah. together because it's a because it's a really knotty problem. It, it's, yeah, it, there's no doubt about it. It's really hard.
1: <laughs> it's hard, and even if like even if Tesla and Apple perfect, you know, self driving, you know, until every other car perfects it, then it's not going to work. So, um, as long as you have humans and and uh, you know in control and you know these automa- automatic cars, and um, you know, it's just. We're we're a long time away before this is going to be a reality, and it's going to be a great reality once it's there. Mm. But you know, it's just going to take a lot of work.
2: You know, something uh, something struck me this afternoon. Um, one of those revelations that you should think, why didn't I think of that before? Um, so I, I watch quite a lot of of car accident videos on YouTube. And, um, it's amazing how stupid people are, but uh, America seems to have a real problem with, uh, now, which one is it? it uh, yes. When you're, when you're coming along on an inside lane on the, on the, near the curb, as it were, uh, with people pulling across who can't see because they're pulling across other traffic. And I was wondering why, why we don't have the opposite here, you know, going in the other direction. And then it suddenly struck me that it's because all our roads are so much smaller, <laughs> yes we we do have dual car. we do have dual carriageways but on the whole a lot of our roads are are not two lanes wide and therefore we don't tend to run into that problem anywhere near as much and and i suppose i should have guessed that earlier really but it (laughs) it was one of those revelations when you think oh yeah of course we've got little roads
0: yeah i mean (laughs) even even you know our motorways are usually three lanes that's yes you know, yeah. you're not talking about enormous, some of the enormous American ones you see, sort of five-line highways. Um,
2: no, no, it's, but, but it's take, much you more. Have take, you have to take it Yeah, it's much more to do it, with.
1: Americans can't drive. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah, no, it, it's simply, it's simply that you've got bigger roads and therefore even your local roads mean that you are having to pull across two lines of traffic when you're turning and. We don't get that anywhere near as much in the UK because a lot of our roads are just sort of one lane in each direction, and therefore no one's going to pull around you because they won't be able to.
1: <laughs> we still can't handle roundabouts either. So, it's, <laughs> it's
2: <laughs> oh, well, I suppose we have more accidents on roundabouts simply because we've got so many more of them.
1: <laughs> yeah, guess, yeah, Well, I have a, I do have a Tesla, I have a Model Y, and um, you know, it's. Right now, I'm on the beta. Per, well, not on the beta. I'm I'm waiting for the beta for the full self driving. Um, right. And what Tesla does is they they now have a safety score where it actually rates your your driving, and if you do well enough, they'll they'll consider you for this uh, full self driving beta. And I'm currently yeah. at ninety five percent. So See how it goes. That sounds, uh, um. Yeah. Percent's pretty high. Well, yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm part of a couple of groups where people talk about it and uh, I think you have to be like 98 or 99%. A lot of times, you know, it lowers my score for no reason, which is, it has like a fake error. You know, once in a while you'll be driving and like, it thinks it sees something and then it, you know, it knocks your score down or something like that. But it's, um, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, Tesla's going to do it right. So we'll see how it goes. But, uh,
2: certainly seems to have um at the youtube videos i've seen it certainly seems to have improved quite dramatically i mean uh, pulling pulling turning left at junctions seems to be much more um natural than it was um it still it still seems to sort of stall sometimes when it's turning as if it's really having a good think about it <laughs> But mm-hmm. uh, but I thought the left turns were particularly um, uh, particularly well done. Most of the, in the videos I've seen, anyway. So uh, yeah, I think it's amazing that they can do any of this. That's British true. roads are just yeah. so much harder. British roads are just so much harder because we have so much variety. Um, we have a lot smaller roads, and they tend to do really unique things that they don't do anywhere else in the country and that kind of thing where you'd, you know if if it if it's expecting to see something that someone else has done um yeah we have we have weird roads i think it's fair to say. yeah
0: and um, it yeah, yeah i mean but, i you know
1: non
2: uniform yeah. yeah
0: yeah yes well, the
1: just... whole you know tesla's trying to get I mean, the the whole thing is you know it could do well on and in including in london and britain too it could do well on long stretch highways and um you know yeah it off uh, it does the off ramps pretty well and the on ramps you could do those pretty well, but once you start getting into the neighborhoods and once you start getting into these you know the 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 towns it it doesn't do so hot. so that's what they need to work on
0: yeah uh, well, oh, and, well. And, and, you know these are very thorny problems i mean the other thing I was going to say about you know these people probably need to be pulled yeah one, we need everybody on the same page you know the last thing yeah. you want is a whole kind of bunch of competing um Systems which we've already got, haven't we? Yeah, we've already got. They're but, already developing their own. Sadly, I mean, they're, up to a up to up to a point, that's okay. But if you think back to the sort of early days of you know where Mac and Windows did not talk to each other hardly at all, and getting stuff yeah. from point A to point B was, you do not want that kind of situation to evolve. Um, and secondly, no. I mean, ideally, you want. Ideally, you want cars to talk to one another. Exactly, and the other thing you want is not to be reinventing the wheel endlessly. No, what's the point of yeah. all these great talents all wasting their time cracking the same problems over and over again? Um, if we're going to get there, yeah. we I need mean, to.
1: It's, it's some money, but yeah, if they they need to like form some kind of coalition, I think. Yeah, yeah. and just yeah, share knowledge. and even you know, like Tesla, at least they. They shared the knowledge. I think they released their battery technology a while ago to to everybody, which was nice. um But yeah, you know, they, you, ha, you you understand there's money, right? And this is going to be a big business. And you know, whoever, of course, you know, yeah, it's it's that. But yeah. again, it's it's when you're talking the difference between a, a, a iPhone or Android. You're not talking about like you know incompatible. If the phone doesn't talk to each other, then somebody dies. So that's you know that's why we use self-driving cars, <laughs> That's true. You really have you know you, you really have to make sure they're they're compatible and talking to each other. So
0: and I'm a you know, mm. one. You would hope, wouldn't you, that there would be some kind of international standards committee. I mean, you know, Microsoft and Apple and Google and people have managed to get together on various occasions to formulate standards, be it Thunderbolt or USB C or you know <laughs> Yeah, but they'd deliberate for ten
2: years and then they'd say, Yeah, yeah, what the what the self driving cars need is USB C <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: But well yeah. we we can only see, but you know we, we would have to hope wouldn't we that common sense will prevail? But, uh
2: you would, you would. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I mean, it's great that um, it's great. Vehicle, it's great. That we're yeah. still striving to get it to work. Mm.
0: Yep, yep, very much so. Anyway, as I've said, you know, I've said in the past, I think that full, you know, fully automated driving is not going to appear overnight. It's going to continue to creep in. And like you know, at the moment, you know, we've got anti-lock brakes. We've got cars that can you know automatically apply the brakes if you get too close to the car in front we've got cars that can back into parking spaces you just keep adding more and more of those features until in the end
2: i, I think it's, I'm, i think it's amazing i mean that my current car will will quite happily tootle along on on the on the motorway or the freeway as it is in america um it will quite happily do that and you know keep its distance and stay within lane and and as far as i'm concerned that's like magic <laughs> yes yes you just you know
1: yeah Yeah, it's the people that you know abuse it or don't you know do it right and you know there's you know i don't know how it is there but there's been plenty of self-driving accidents and a couple of them fatal uh here in america and so that's the kind of things that you know stop that stop the progression of all this it's just you know these kind of things that um that really are you know horrible things that happen if it's not done right so yeah um yeah once they get it going And, you know, I I honestly think that once all the cars are fully autonomous, it will be completely 100% safer than human drivers because human drivers are just not good. Yes.
0: Without a doubt. Yes. Definitely. You know. (laughs) A lot of people
1: disagree with that, but I don't. No, uh...
0: I totally agree. You know, what's the, you know, as they used to say, what's the most dangerous component in an automobile? The nut behind the steering wheel. There you go. So, uh, where are we? Shall we... uh, I think we've pretty much... Oh, um, uh, BGR have got this and several other people. Third-party iPhone screen repairs will disable Face ID... I fix it confirms, and there's a lot of people shouting about that. Mm-hmm. And um, to me, that's just another mm-hmm. one of these hoo about nothing. Um, you
1: can get your brand new expensive phone fixed by somebody who knows how to fix it. Is, mm. uh, and, and has parts.
0: <laughs> that's right. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with that. So, oh, so you won't be able to take it to, you know, Honest Owl's phone repairs and get a cheap Chinese knockoff screen put on, and, uh, you know,
1: You'll just have to type in the password, but yeah. Yeah. People yeah. are cheap. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're those people who didn't get to Touch ID fixed uh, after a couple of things and they had to use the easy accessibility option to unlock their phone every time. So, mm. um, you know, people will do what they have to do and if this is what they want to do, then this is what they want to do.
0: Yep, and, you know, there's a load of people saying, oh, Apple are deliberately making it difficult. I don't think so. Apple have, you know, put a lot of proprietary and clever tech in, jammed into those little slabs and, uh, you know, I don't... I don't really see that as a big story at all. Um, so, what else have we got? Shall we move on? Um, Squid Game cryptocurrency collapses in a $3 million scam. Turns out the Squid Game cryptocurrency was never really a real thing, as far as I could tell. Um, loads of people, somehow or other, decided that um, a cryptocurrency called Squid. Not officially sanctioned, um, rose three hundred ten thousand percent in value in a few days, um, and then it plummeted to nothing as its website disappeared um, and the Twitter account was blocked, and uh, you know the people behind it disappeared with all the money. There you go. I don't know what to say about that, really. I'm...
1: Mm, it's better than a real squid game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, If people
2: will invest their money in um, dodgy stuff, then, uh, I mean, that that was part of the problem with cryptocurrency from the beginning was... I think a lot of us wondered whether it was actually valid or real or, and don't get me wrong, some people have made an awful lot of money out of it, but just it sounded too good to be true. And, you know, there's that old saying, if it's too good to be, to be true, it probably is. It is yeah. <laughs>
0: well, the other one <laughs> is
1: There's so many of them now. If you look at the list of yeah, oh, exactly. yeah. Right. Who even knows what they do at this point. I Yeah, it's I, I don't play that game. I watched it for a while, and I'm like, yeah, I would have lost all my money if I did this. So I decided not to do it. Yeah, well... It's probably a good thing.
0: I mean, the other day, Bitcoin had a massive crash and dropped, you know, huge amounts... And then came back up. But yes, a lot of people have made a lot of money. Usually the people behind it, to be honest. And um
2: <laughs> yes, it sounds like they just yeah, you know, packed up their bags and ran away.
0: Lots of people made money is, in the yeah. you know, in the tulip bubble, but um a lot of people didn't. Uh <laughs> hmm. oh, dear. Um uh okay, yeah. Apple has fixed a Mac OS Monterey Glitch. We've done that one. Um uh Intel Alder Lake chips for desktops beats Apple's M1 Pro and M1 Max in benchmarks. Um this one's popped up everywhere. I don't think this is really surprising, but um iCore uh core i9 uh one two nine zero zero k outperforms Apple M one Pro and max chips in new MacBook models uh, blah 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 but uh, the answer is it burns a hell of a lot more energy Um, which we said the other week you know it's not it's desktops which can draw as much power as they like and generate as much heat as they like to some extent you're always going to be able to make some that are going to outperform the M1 which is designed to run on very little power so yeah to
2: quote uh, wonder... to quote a female um a female uh, comedian in the UK i'm a bothered. <laughs>
0: Precisely. This
1: article is sort of suggesting that maybe the the Mac Pro might get this uh, chip or could get this chip, but I think you know they're going to go to an M chip on the Pro, right?
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't see them doing that. They said they're going to go to all Apple Silicon in two years. We've already seen how much they've expanded the you know the M one Max. Um, and it seems like a fairly modular design. They just make a bigger one and make one that you know put in well, z- zillions of cores. Yes and, and no.
1: Yeah, but the 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 system on the chip is basically the the the, the, the CPU, the GPU, and the memory all together. You put that in a, a Mac Pro, and then you're not you know the, you're not able to change out the memory really. Um, I don't know how that works with the GPU, so th- I think they're gonna have some issues with uh, figuring out that part of it. Because pros, you know, you, you got all the space now, right? And yeah. Now you got a system on a chip that could fit in-, in an iPhone, more or less. So, what do you do with all the space that you're you're gonna you know have, and what, you know? the whole point of this uh, Mac Pro that just came out was so people could expand on it. So you got a little bit of, you know, an issue, right? Because you got something that takes a lot of, uh, you know, could be very updatable and a chip that's not. So
0: True. That will be, you know, interesting. But I'm still sure that they will not go to, you know, uh, another Intel chip. They will do something with Apple Silicon. I mean, they've still got a whole year to get there, really. So we shall see. I'm, re- yeah.
2: I'm really sad. I'm really sad that we've we've fallen back into the my chip's faster than your chip. Uh, yes, thing uh, all over again. Um, as we were as saying, we were saying, was it last week? We were talking about it, where we were saying, for the vast majority of us, who cares? We don't need powerful machines like that. No. So it really doesn't matter. <laughs> But uh, well uh, done to Intel, Intel for getting a fast chip still.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, they want to, you know, they're losing business now. And I think Intel is a little bit worried about that. Um, yeah, I'm sure yeah, they me, are. Like, yeah. 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 You're right. Every You know, everybody thinks they're, they need more power and everybody thinks you know, they're pro-levels and things like that. But really, it's 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 every you know anything off the shelf nowadays is going to work with pretty much anything you want to do, just slower. So, um, you know, it, most of what anybody could still do as far as you know on a, on a M1 Pro, you could still probably do on an older uh, Intel Mac um, computer as well. It's just you might have to wait a little bit, and your computer might get a little hotter. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. But, And in many ways, it's a very narrow market. I mean, business users don't need a lot of power. The vast majority of business users don't need power they just need to be able to, yeah, to do, do, do spreadsheets and word processing and <laughs> and, that, and they're professionals but they're just not professional computer people they're just professionals doing their jobs exactly and um yeah i i just think we can get a little bit carried away with yeah my chip's faster than your chip and uh, don't get me wrong i've been very pleased that apple have come up with the m1 series of chips and and they are brilliant um but they're brilliant because they just enable me to do what I want to do end the story and that's, that's it. all all it is really as long as I can do what I want to do, and i'm not sitting around waiting for machines exactly I've spent much of my much of my life sitting waiting for machines to do things <laughs> yes yes <Yeah, so laughs> and really certainly m ones are not are not machines that are making me wait, so. No.
0: That's good enough. Uh, I'm generally be.
1: not. Yeah. The processing for me is not a big deal. It's you know the new machines have nicer screens and and the shape and size yeah. make a difference to me. though know? I mean there's a lot of things that I care about more than uh how fast it's it is. Obviously, if it's you know slow to the point where you notice it, that's a problem. But um you know the uh I said it before. If they came out with a 16 inch uh, MacBook uh Air with the like an M1 chip, that would be great. I mean. Um, you know, a nice uh, OLED screen would be, you know, the best machine. Yep, definitely. So, Good
0: um, point. this one's a PSA from BGR. Um, it, it's some uh, chargers uh, have been issued a recall after some people were burned. So, if you have uh-huh. um, a range of uh, chargers from my charge, um, then they have been recalled... Uh, they were sold, apparently, between August 2018 to December 2019, um, and cost around 70 to to $100. Um,
1: I think I have one. I didn't if, even see this. I better look.
0: Yeah, if you have them, uh, apparently, there's a whole bunch here. They're listed in the article, um, but they've been subject to a charger recall and it says these chargers can cause injury stop using them um uh, right Uh, they urge customers to stop using these power banks immediately and contact my charge for instructions on returning them buyers will obtain a full refund in the uh, form of electronic voucher with a 25 percent bonus the voucher can be used from other goods from the company see this link um, continued use of the charger may use to lead to injury or fire. Um, the recall notes that my charge has received 30 reports of overheating power banks. Seven of these resulted in serious injuries including burns to upper body, legs, hands and or feet. Uh, and or property damage to flooring walls and furniture, so if you you know if you're listening to this and you think you have a my phone charger, check and uh organize to get it taken away by the company and no doubt disposed of safely, and get your full refund with twenty five percent bonus voucher right right. I think uh we're pretty much done. Warren's running out of time, so uh what have we got in the last quick bits um you know we mentioned the five pack of apple microfiber cleaning cloths uh donnie has sent me a link to that so that's in the show notes that's the older black ones that used to come with macbooks um and just the snippets uh i've got five dumb phone accessories we can't help but love anyway which is quite amusing and um an article on the conversation called I've Created Human Style Eyes for Robots with some inspiration from Jabba the Hut, which is uh, quite an interesting read. Um about how it a guy sounds is terrifying. It is somewhat terrifying. Uh, basically he's <laughs> made artificial irises which expand and contract in, uh, you know, reaction to light and the emotional tone of the conversation, apparently. Um, No, thank you. (laughs) It's an interesting read as much as anything as to how he made it work using gelatin lenses and graphene coated uh, silicon muscles and all sorts of things. Um, Yeah, there you go. It's an interesting read. But, there we go, Warren's got to drop off, and we've basically done all the stories, so we'll wrap it up for the week. So, uh, Warren, would you like to go first and tell people where they can find you?
1: Uh, Sure, and thanks for having me again. I'm generally doing Facebook for the Mac to the Future group, mostly. Um, it's a good group. If you're on Facebook, go there. Um, otherwise, I do um, I do a couple of shows. Uh, I do one with David Ginsberg on Thursday called In Touch with iOS, and I do occasionally a Chuck, uh, Chuck Joyner show on Tuesdays, um, where I'll jump in here and there, and he has a whole bunch of people on the panel. Um, but other than that, um, thanks for having me. I do appreciate it.
0: Ah, no problem, Warren. Glad to have you. Uh, Nick, do you want to uh, tell people where you can be found? Uh,
2: Yes, you can occasionally find me on Twitter. I'm uh, spligosh, S-P-L-I-G-O-S-H. I'm occasionally over on Let's Talk Apple. And if you're interested in worship, then there are links in the show notes to worship from the Sutton Park Circuit, where I uh, help do all the technical stuff and play the organ, and sometimes lead worship. There we go.
0: Jolly good. Um, I, of course, can be found on the Twitter as at Serenak, and that's S-E-R-E-N-A-K. All our stuff is over on EssentialApple.com. The show tweets us at EssentialApple. The Slack Room, of course, is open to anybody who wants to listen um, or join. Uh, Simply follow the link in the show notes. And a quick reminder, um, the next meeting of the Suffolk Mac user group on Wednesday, the 24th of November at 7.30pm GMT, Uh, we'll have Tony Bramley uh, who's a fellow of the Royal Photographic Society and he will be demonstrating DaVinci Resolve which is the free but pro-level software for video editing and he will uh, take us through it. And if you are interested in a guest invitation, uh, send your real name and email address to davincisuffolk at gmail.com and mention that you are with Essential Apple, and uh, Mike, the chairman, will organise a free guest invitation to the Zoom presentation. Um. So, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Thank you to everybody who supports us in all the usual ways, and we'll say goodbye until next time. So, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Bart shots and his wonderful Let's Talk Apple, and possibly some more that I've So why not go over to mymac.com, take a look at the available podcasts, and take a listen. Some people like their live casts to be informative to the point, provocative and timely. The Mac to the Future livecast is some of those things, but we won't say which ones. Join Dave Ginsberg, Guy Searle, and Warren Sklar for a weekly dose of Apple Fun every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on Facebook or in the Mac to the Future Facebook group.